Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday morning MV Pro Call. Today is the last day of September, September 30th. I'd like to welcome those of you that are here live, as well as those of you listening to this via recording, which, of course, you can do by subscribing to Motor Vitality and listening to whatever podcast application you choose, or uh, going to MotorVitality.com, where you can listen to years and years and years worth of archives. I want to start the call off the way I do every week, which is by asking, was there anything anybody learned this last week that you wish you had known before? Anything that happened that's worthy of sharing with other professionals across the country? Or anything we can help you with? Kelly, I have a quick something. Go ahead, Jen. Um, so I can never stress enough education, 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 even if it's reading one article a day or it's sitting in on a half-hour, hour-long class. Um, I cannot stress education enough. And a few of us have signed up for a hydrotech class. They're talking about um, – it's mostly talking about their equipment, but it's also talking about the basics of water treatment and things like that. And uh, I'm actually – I've learned a couple of things just in the first – I think we were three into it, and I've, I've learned a couple of things already um, that I didn't know before. But one of the things that they mentioned was that they use um, 60 gallons per day per person when they're sizing equipment. Now, Water Quality Association, if you're studying to take the exam, if you're taking the MAP, they recommend 75 gallons of water per person per day when sizing equipment. So what I kind of learned from that is um, check your, you should always be looking at your owner's manuals and and going back and um, reviewing them every so often. And make sure that you're sizing the equipment to what your manufacturer says. Um, in this case, Hydrotech says 60 gallons of water per person per day. So um, just make sure you're reviewing your, your uh, equipment information and make sure you're sizing properly. I thought that was really interesting, too, because they, on their equipment, they talk about sizing it at 60 gallons a day. But then when they talked about setting the reserve capacity, which is automatically done on that, and, and actually most equipment does that, and it calculates reserve capacity automatically if they're a decent metered system. But they, the reserve capacity is calculated on 75 gallons of water a day. I thought yeah. that was kind of that was kind of interesting to me. Um, yeah, it was. And you know, the thing is, because I'm Lily, I'm thinking of you. I know you're on the the call here, being new, coming in and watching that yesterday. I I was thinking about a new person watching some of those classes, some of those videos, and and having it, looking at it. You know, they're throwing terms out, and and I mean, we all tend to do that. We we say RO or we say um, TDS, you know, and, and, and when you're in the industry, everybody knows what TDS is, total dissolved solids. We know that RO is reverse osmosis. And, but somebody coming in new watching those classes, it can get really overwhelming. Um, they, you know, you're, you're looking at it going, okay, uh, you know, if, if there's a, a, a tidbit of a sentence that, that actually makes sense, you go, well, that one actually made sense to me. But then you're looking at the rest of it and you're going, wow, this is, 
this is chemistry and this is so not what I, you know, it's, I don't understand it. I mean, Lily, you had to be watching that yesterday and, and thinking that to some extent that it was kind of like some of it was out there, right? I don't know. I know you're muted um, right now, so um, you don't necessarily have to hop on. But I was thinking about that. The The thing about the training is I remember when I first came into the industry and started learning the same things and doing the same things. Um, and and it was when the knowledge started. I knew that I was starting to learn quite a bit when I could watch one of those classes and understand everything that they were saying. When when I when I got to the end of it and I said, "Oh, I, I actually know about that. I know about that number." You know, and yesterday on the class he was talking about the in the inside of the resin being inert. Um, and to somebody that didn't understand, you know, had never been exposed to crosslink or, or, um, or you know, the ion exchange surfaces of a resin bead, or even understanding what inert means in terms of, of how, um, you know, water treatment works or chemistry or any of that, I, I, you know, there, there's, there's got to be like 75, 80% of that that is just at least kind of going over somebody's head. And, and that can be really discouraging to some, to some people. Um, what I always want to say to somebody coming in, learning it new, is to keep, there's so many different ways that it is taught. It's the same stuff, the same, same concepts in our industry. So don't necessarily go back to the same exact teacher every time. Um, not if they're saying the same things over and over and over. If you're, if you're not quite grasping it, you can get that information from other sources, and it may be a different teaching style that suddenly makes it click. You know, hopefully, I mean, one of the things that I try and do as a trainer, and I know, Jen, you do as well as a trainer, is we try and find different ways of teaching the same material so that um, because sometimes some people are going to catch on and some people aren't. I remember teaching you plumbing. Do you, do you remember how, you, how it finally clicked? <laughs> You know, yeah. for as good as you are in the field, you just had never been really exposed to plumbing systems. So, so what what did we do to learn to finally learn plumbing? Do you remember? We we played a card game, and that's what finally made it click. Was this card game? I don't remember what it was called. But it was it waterworks. Was it was this old card what, game, waterworks, it? and it had all these pipes, and you had to plug these leaky pipes and and stuff like that. But yeah, it was it was called waterworks, and and. I don't know if anybody on the call remembers that game, but that's I, I found an old one at a garage sale somewhere, and Jen and I sat down at a big boy restaurant one time and and pulled up that deck of cards and did plumbing lines. And, and it clicked after that. After that, it was like, and so, you know, always look for different ways to, I mean, there's you're right about the education, Jen, and it is important to understand how that stuff works to better be able to serve. Now, look, a lot of people are in sales, have been doing it in sales in this industry for a really long time, and they don't know squat. They just all they know is what the script was. Um, and for a lot of customers, that's fine. I would say for the vast majority of customers, that's fine because the customers don't know much either. And so, even having a little bit more knowledge in a customer. It will allow you to educate the customer. So, you know, so it's, it is a fact that most people out there, salespeople especially, don't, they don't go into that much detail. They don't understand it. They don't want to understand it. In fact, there's a lot of companies that discourage salespeople from understanding it because then 
you know, it, it, sometimes you can go into the weeds too much. I, it's a, that's some, that's the, the risk of knowing too much. Anybody that's ever ridden on a sales call with me will see that I have a tendency sometimes to get geeky um, about the stuff and even have to, it, it's not uncommon um, for me to recognize that and say to the customer, how much of this do you want to know? And sometimes they, they'll say, no, this you is got, really interesting. No, Keep you going. Got five minutes to get ready. Okay, you gotta go look at it. Eight forty. So, all right. So, um, uh, the um, so anyway, uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, important to. I'm thinking. I was looking at the clock, going, "Oh crap! I only have five minutes to get ready." Um, <laughs> but but I, I think I have more now. Um, so uh, anyway, no, that you're right about the training, Jen, and, and it's finding lots of different ways to do the training and to, um, you know, and if something doesn't click, it's not. It doesn't mean you can't do your job. It just means that you got to keep keep going and looking for other ways to 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 make it, you know, to understand it. Um, exposure. It is. It's like when you if you can watch a foreign movie. You know, you're trying to learn a language, and then you watch an entire movie. And and you understood what they were saying, just like they were as if you were watching it in English. Then you know that you have probably learned how to speak that language pretty well. It's kind of like that, right? Where in this industry, where you start having conversations with people, and and you suddenly realize you're speaking the language, you know. And it, it yeah, it's, it's it's really interesting. You're right, Jen. Education is critical. Seek it out. Find it yeah. every location, every place you can. Yeah, and the other part of that is what's nice is, you know, you like I'm going to use Lily as the example, um, or I'm sitting here, I have a water conditioning and purification magazine sitting in front of me that I grabbed. And um, what I like about this is I remember when I would pick these up, I, I didn't, I was like lost because some of it was way over my head. And But now when I open it up, I'm still lost on some of this stuff, honestly. I mean, it's not often that I'm removing radioactive contamination. Um, but, um, you know, if I, if I had to, then I know where I can get my resources. But mm -hmm. there are a lot of articles in here that I would have read 15 years ago and still been lost. So just even exposing yourself over and over again about it, then it will start to click. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agreed. And on the heels of the education knowledge, keep in mind that next Thursday, immediately after this call, we will begin our. That was a great segue, Jen. I that. <laughs> that was sure, um, in, it's a great setup. Tee that up. Um, so next Thursday, we are starting a live mentoring class, um, live, live guided course through the Water Quality Association basics program that will start at 9.30 Eastern. It will go every Thursday for an hour a week um, through the next, usually it's about eight weeks for the basics. We'll give it a, a break uh, for a week or so and then come back and do the, um, and do the, uh, the fundamentals. Um, the goal is to have everybody prepared and ready to take the certification exam by um, you know, by the time April uh, uh, rolls around, so whether that whether you're taking the the test virtually or um, in Orlando at national convention, um, that would be uh, you know that's the goal is to have everybody ready to 
through the program. So um, even if you're not looking for the certification and you want to just learn, then those classes would be very beneficial to you. So we, um, if you have questions on that, please let us know. Anything else on that, on those, on that topic? So sometimes on this call, um, I have wanted to discuss, you know, I, I try to keep it real, right? So this, when salespeople or managers or owners or, you know, most of you listening to this are, are listening to it on, on recording later, um, I, I want you to have, some, to walk away with some valuable ideas and tools. That's, that's a goal. I love the discussion. I was talking to somebody that is never on live. I was talking to them last week at the Eastern Water Quality Association. Um, and they, it was uh, Steve, so shout out to Steve. And he said um, that he really likes it when, uh, you know, when we, we have a bunch of people on and, and, you know, when I asked the questions at the beginning. Stacy, I think the one he was commenting on was a couple weeks ago when, um, or I think it was you, or it may have been Maria, when we were talking about the, the Facebook groups and going in and doing all of that stuff. And it ended up being a really good conversation. You know, we had a really great uh, back yeah. and forth, great conversation. It was very, very beneficial. And, and those, those are also my favorite calls on, on these as well, um, because I don't ever want it to be the Kelly Thompson half hour, you know, and and so I love the input. I love it when you guys are on live. Um, those of you listening to a recording, you have sent in ideas. I always try and utilize those. You know, if you, hey, talk about this, please, you know, talk about this subject. I, I'd love, I love that too. So please, please do that. The one thing that occasionally I feel it's important to recognize in our industry, though, is that we are humans, right? So, so many motivational speakers and sales trainers and managers and everything is constantly rah, 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 rah. Where it's all, everything is great. It's all great. And it ignores the fact, and it is a fact, that, that sometimes in this job, probably in any job, but sometimes you get tired. You, you get tired of doing the same thing. You get tired of, the, of, of those entitled customers. You get tired of the managers always hammering you for numbers, you know, and, and you get tired of the minutia. I mean, look, most of us, for most of us, there's the thrill of there's, we do this because we love the difference it makes. So I'm, I'm not, I don't want to approach this in a negative way by any means. So let me set the stage there and say, you know, there are so many rewards to this business and to this job. There, I mean, just to, every time you, you go to help somebody, you know, you, you, um, you save them money on their water usage. Um, I mean, it just sometimes, and then, you know, sometimes when you have those, Lily, you and I went on an appointment the other day, and it was so easy. It was so, it was so, actually, the two of them we had, we, I walked out of both of those houses feeling like we had really helped somebody, you know, to feeling like we had done something. I love that feeling. It's why, it's why, I, it's one of the things that I love about what we do, even at the, the customer level, but then when you start to, to extrapolate that to the, big, to the big picture and realize how much of a difference we actually make. But when you're in it every day and you have that one of those months where it seems like nothing's closing and you got the bills looming and you got the, the managers on your, on your back and everything's discombobulated and it seems like, you know, it's, it's 
disorganized and the installer went out and installed something backwards and and you know it was in a, on a on a block where you were getting tons of referrals and it or you know a, a, a customer that had that you knew if you did it right was going to be able to give you you know 10 10 sales you know and everything has to go together in this well-oiled machine those are very real parts of this job and sometimes Sometimes, and I, I know I'm not the only one, sometimes you take a look in the mirror and you go, God, I'm just tired. I, I kind of envy those people that that just have a normal job where they it's a, the same old, same old every day. Now, that's not me most of the time, but I can tell you there have been a lot of times in the last 23 years where where I've I've kind of wanted that, you know, Um it doesn't last usually, but what I wanted to talk about today, very realistically, and not in a negative way, I, I certainly don't want to focus on the, I mean, they're very real. All the things that I just mentioned, am I, am I wrong about those things? Do, does everybody on this call face those same things, or is it just me? No, Stacey, you've been doing this long enough. I think, um, so did this come from Munden's conversation last week? Uh, you know, par partially, um, partially, it also comes from honestly. I it it mostly comes from this time of year. I'll, I'll be honest with you. And some of the people that have been on these calls for years know this. This time of year, I struggle. This time of year, I I I love the fall. It's one of my favorite times of the year. I love the colors. I love the smells. What I don't like is what comes right after. And I and not the cold. I don't mind the cold because I love fires and fireplaces and all of that stuff. I don't like the sun being so. You know, I I, I don't like it being dark all the time. You know, gloomy and dark. That and I and it gets hard for me. You know, to do that. And so, so I remember when I was in sales. You know, everything's wet and muddy, and you know it feels so much later in the summertime when it's when it's seven o'clock and it's still light outside and you have a seven o'clock appointment. You know, it's it's it feels like you still have daytime left when you go home. In the wintertime, you have a 7 o'clock evening appointment. It feels like you should be settling down to go to bed. <laughs> you well, know, and it's like, go ahead. When you have those 6 and 7 o'clocks in the winter and uh -huh. it's a new neighborhood, you have to drive by earlier to make sure you can find the stupid house. Yeah, yeah. There are, you know, it's it's pitch dark. The neighborhood's not that lit. And they're not, unfortunately, always smart enough to turn on an outside light. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, very. So I dread, but I will also say this: there are times that I'm heading to an appointment, and the whole way there, I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I get there and I sell them. <laughs> yeah. It's true. No, it's and that is that's absolutely kind of where I was going with this, Stacey. It's just like the other day. I, you know, sometimes you have to force yourself to put that smile on and and do the work, right? And yeah. And then when you do, and so that's what I wanted to kind of talk about today on on our time here is exactly that, um, Jen. You've we talked about this kind of in the past, and I remember. I, what I was thinking about as I was thinking about the topic of this call is what you have said in the past, what you used to do when you were having those those days. And I don't I don't know if you remember, but um, but uh, you know what I wanted to talk about what we do 
when, because this job can be lonely too. I mean, you're out there by yourself in the field. You're, you're, you know, sometimes when you're new, you're trying to figure out what do I do now? Where's the guidance? What do I, you know, where do I, where do I go? And that, that did come a little bit from last, you know, last week's conversation too. And I, um, I think it's a very real part of, of coming into this type of industry. You know, it's, it's, it's a challenge. And, um, you know, to how do you, keep the motivation up how do you rejuvenate it so you just said stacy you you said you went in the home and you know when you're like that the customers to me when you have those for when you compare the percentage of customers that are the entitled kind of jerks and i'm sorry to 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 offend anybody about that maybe you're not supposed to say that some customers are jerks but let's face it some customers are jerks okay and but uh-huh. most of them, in my experience, if you're not a jerk, most of the customers aren't. If you truly right. look at sales as give more than you take, then most customers appreciate that. In fact, not only do they appreciate it, they're blown away by it. They, they really are because you're, you, you're so different from what they expect salespeople to be when you're like that. And so that is one of the ways that you rejuvenate yourself. Um, go ahead, Stacey. What were you going to say? You know, most people are an absolute joy to meet. You do get those that are kind of and the ones that I really, truly enjoy the most probably would be the ones that have a three-year-old softener by somebody else's company and they're wanting that $29.95 spec check we've advertised. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to pay for a full service call from the company they bought it from, and those <laughs> people like you are the the maid or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? And it's yeah, like, they, they treat you like the help. Go through the back door, type stuff. Yeah. yeah. And now I have had to go through the back door before, but you know it was probably a five million five million dollar mansion. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Jen, can I call on you for a minute? Because I remember you and I have had this conversation a lot, um, and it was something similar to to what I used to do as well. But when you had those days where it was just hard to get motivated, do you remember what you've, the advice you've you've given others, and what you used to do to kind of make yourself feel, to rejuvenate the energy? Because what if you don't have sales calls set up right then? What if right. your what if your responsibility is to create all your own business and there's not a lot out there on the docket. What do you do? I loved calling my current customers, especially the ones that I, I mean, I had the Garofalo's that if I drove by on a Saturday morning, they'd invite me in. They'd make me breakfast. You know, I had, I just, I had those, those, I made them friends. Honestly, I still, there's still one or two people from 15 years ago that we're Facebook friends, you know, and we chat every once in a while. And um, I think it really helps a lot when it, you know, makes you remember why you're doing this is to help out, you know, help others. Um, yeah. And then just talking with other people, the other sales team, and, and even like meeting for breakfast. Or And I remember one time very specifically I met with a couple of the other sales pros and and said, okay, guys, I'm really having a bad week. Let's talk positive, you know. And mm-hmm. and it was just that, yeah. And that let's 
not let's complain about Kelly the whole time. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, that's right, no, that's, yeah. but I, honestly, that, and that is the reality, is that when you get a sales team together, they do have – they have things on their mind that are bothering them about management customers or whatever, but the more you you focus on that, the better the better worse of an attitude you're going to have. So just sitting down and saying positive guys, you know, that just that helps rejuvenate, I think. Yeah. You know, I, that was the way I did it, too, was to go out and, and just start spinning. Because like, there's no pressure, right? There's no you're, – you're going out and you're just swinging by some of your existing customers, customers that you know were, you know, were happy, that you're happy and um, and to get in – just go, hey, I'm in the area, I'd love to swing by and just check your water and test it. And and that that feels so good. I mean, when they – it, it does. You walk out of there going, God, I'm pretty good at this. You know, you, it's it's a it's a high, and it does give you that energy to to keep going. Because because look, every company out there, every dealership, every company, every job has its has its moments, has its drama, has its negativity. I can tell you that I absolutely love what I do, probably 98% of the time that I do it. But the two percent is in such contrast to the other ninety-eight that when I feel the two percent, I'm going, God, this sucks. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll tell you something else, and and there are probably owners and managers maybe listening to this right now that are going to hate the advice that I'm going to give. But but you know what? I've never been one to to shy away from controversial opinions. So so here's here's what something that I realistically did when I was in sales. Um. I always considered myself to be employable. You know, I, I'm, I'm a hard worker. I'm smart. I'm a pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm educated. I've got, uh, I've got plenty. Of my, I've got a decent resume. I always figured I could get a job, pretty much anywhere, especially in sales, if that's what I wanted to do. But I always figured I could get a job pretty much anywhere. And there were times when I would get so pissed off at the way things were, so frustrated, so you know, alone, so whatever, um, that that I would, and this, this didn't only happen when I was new in the business, it happened as, you know, even the first few years. You know, when you're out there, especially when you're in sales and you're good at it and somebody says, hey, there's, a, you know, we've got an opening at my company, you should come interview, and it's right when you just got into a, an argument with somebody in the, you know, maybe the, the manager or or you're just tired of the negativity that seems to run rampant in so many dealerships sometimes, you know, and you just get sick of that. And so you go, yeah, that sounds pretty good. And you actually, you, you actually go interview. You sit down. What happened with me is that um, I would go and I'd interview and I'd take a look at the job. And, and I go, you know, I actually got a pretty good where I'm at. I have time flexibility. I'm not punching a time clock. Nobody's requiring, nobody's standing over my shoulder telling me, hey, you have to do this. I have the, the ability to determine my own income pretty much, um, you know, by creating business. I, I have a job that I'm, the, with a product that I really can believe in and a, and a service that I really can believe in. I mean, and so what it did for me is it made me, it reaffirmed how good I actually had it. So here's my piece of advice for you when you're facing those moments. Don't forget that you're in control of your own destiny. Nobody's making you work in the industry. 
you know does it does the industry excite you do you like it don't but don't don't sell your soul don't let it demean you don't let it be don't don't become something that you know if if you're not happy somewhere like it just makes you miserable your job sucks the energy from you it's the wrong thing it's the wrong thing you got to you got to find stuff that that rejuvenates you you know that that energizes you um this but if you can get past the drama and the the some chaos sometimes that you're going to find in every company especially those small little family owned or those those small you know dealers with a few people there's always always drama and chaos at those places if you can get past that and avoid the the going into the eye of the storm is i mean i i can tell you the dealership that i worked at and jen you did too eventually but i i was in the office when i was in sales probably once every two weeks to grab paperwork to re replenish you know to get new supplies because it was the customers and the job itself that gave me the energy you know that's when i was out there i just um I, and so what I want to do, just to summarize this call, is number one, recognize that those things happen in this, in this industry. Number two, I want to encourage you to stay in the industry. Find, your, find a way, find what it can excite you about the bigger picture in the industry. Um, and, and find ways to, don't, don't deny that it doesn't happen, you know, that, or, or that it happens. Don't deny that it, that, that you can go home at the end of the day feeling like that, but also recognize that there is a bigger picture, you know, that there is a, a, um, something of greater importance and, and you do have the ability. It's your choice. It's always your choice. And that's, um, I guess what I, any, any final thoughts about that before we kind of finish up today? Good pet talk. <laughs> rah, rah, rah. <laughs> so, all right. Um, I'm healed of what we talked about before the we started recording. I needed that today. Honestly, I needed that today. <laughs> so. Well, listen. These calls have have often been um, as much therapy for me. This this call every Thursday morning rejuvenates me. Every Thursday morning, I. I love that you guys take your time to log on here. Um, those of you listening to this, I love that you download it and that, that it's important enough to, to, you know, I'm always cognizant of you guys listening to this. And, and I, I, but beyond that, I really, I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about these things with people who are doing the same things every day, day in and day out. So um, anyway, all right, with that, everybody, be safe. And uh, we will talk to you next week, if not before. Okay? Stay safe, everybody. Thanks. Bye.